Okay, you're trying to listen to episode 251 of the Stuttering School podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Rossi. You can call me Danny because my name is even difficult for fluent speakers outside of Italy to pronounce. My name is Italian. <laughs> Here on this beautiful day uh, in Toronto, uh, August 25th, 2020. So, uh, to set the scene where I am, because I think I probably confused you when I said you're trying to listen to this episode um, because I'm in the middle of you know that pond veteran listeners will probably remember <laughs> uh, that, I, that, that there's like a, a little pond near where I live and I like to walk around there and there's well, a pond and there's a river or a creek rather very very small creek something out of Calvin Hobbes Calvin Hobbes comics so you can hear the trees um, I'm right beside the creek usually and I came here because it is windy and I wanted the trees to block the wind so you don't hear the wind and you can hear the water but I don't think you're hearing the water because you can also hear the traffic <laughs> that's nearby that's been plaguing me this is actually my third time recording this which is why I'm kind of fluent because I know exactly what I want to say now <laughs> uh, in any case just listen to that wind or at least the trees so that's a big one (laughs) I was on my way to the post office to deliver a bunch of books book orders of my book stuttering stuttering is cool a guide to stuttering in a fast-talking world which is what this episode is brought to you by and um, it's full of tips and techniques to reduce your fears of stuttering and make stuttering work for you and there's a lot of humor in the book because I draw comics I drew I included comics in the book starting Frankie Binky, uh, the cartoon fox who adorns the cover art for this episode. So check it out at stutteringiscool.com. Click on the shop link and you and order your copy and I'll mail it to you. <laughs> uh, and I have other stuff in the shop too as, as well. Stuttering awareness, buttons, and other fun stuff. So with that, on today's episode... I chat with SLP Cynthia Dasilo Senega. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. I'm very sorry, Cynthia, if you're listening. If you're not listening, then I'm not sorry. No, I'm just joking. Uh, Senega or Senaga? I'm assuming it's Senega. Uh, she is an SLP in Peru and who's quite active in the stirring commu- community. Uh, not only in Peru, but across South America and Spain. So I guess the whole Spanish-speaking world. And so uh, we're going to learn about, you know, the Spanish-speaking uh, stuttering commu- commun- community, as well as how she uses my Frankie Banky comics, uh, of which I just talked about in her speech therapy sessions. So that's going to be cool. Well, at least for me. So if you're an SLP, listen in. <laughs> uh, let me think. Let me think. Yes. Um, I think it was in early July. Cynthia had interviewed me for her show. So um, so she gave me the permission to, uh, to include the audio. It was a video podcast. So to, she gave me the permission to um, include the audio of that interview at the end of this episode in case you're interested in listening so now here's my chat with cynthia hi i am cynthia from peru 
I am a speech-language pathologist, and I have been focusing on stuttering since 2015, helping kids, adolescents, as well as their families, oh, and also adults who stutters. And my work is basically, basically about providing guidance and orientation to parents. I think they are very important in the treatment uh, because uh, they have to learn the importance of having a good and healthy environment for their kids and how they can react to their disfluencies can be helpful or unhelp unhelpful. So I think it's a big deal to work with parents and because communication is complex and mm. We do it every day, <laughs> all day, so I think it's necessary to, to teach parents how to communicate with their kids, to look them in their, in their eyes, and to, to react in a good way, mm. even if they are stuttering. So um, not completing their sentences, and also not interrupting them and focus focusing on the me the message and not how they say it just the message because they will learn strategies on therapy but in the house at home they need to communicate and they they have this um, they need to have this freedom to communicate to their parents what they feel what they what what happened maybe at school and parents sometimes they are focused only on fluency but that's not uh, what really matters right yeah. so it's important for parents to to learn about it that stuttering is part of their lives is part of how they talk and even if kids are going to stop stuttering or not they they must know that that communication is it's not just fluency, it's you know, look into their eyes, it's to to have confidence, to yeah. to to say what they want to say in the moment they want to say it. So I think uh, it's important, very important, uh -oh. sorry about the noise. <laughs> it's fundamental to to train to train parents. And that's what I used to do and also, I work with some teenagers and also adults, but with kids, I used to work most of the time with their parents. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. It's, all, it's always great uh, to meet speech therapists who understand, you know, it's not about, um, you know, how you communicate, right? It's about what you say and gaining that confidence regarding it's really really cool uh i'm assuming you don't stutter no i i don't stutter yeah. maybe which just, is even I more remarkable that you get influences. it <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> um, i have a lot of these fluencies in english but i don't stutter <laughs> sorry about that no no, 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 no <laughs> for no. those who are no, going no. to listen to me <laughs> oh 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 Oh, oh, no, no, I, I was talking about like how there are you know, speech therapists who don't stutter. They've never 
treat stutter, you know, people who stutter before, and they will go, oh, it's all about you know, fixing or, or things like that. So how did you get into becoming a speech pathologist and treating stuttering? Well, I, when I finished the, the university, mm -hmm. I wanted to, to help kids. I, I, I mean, I wasn't focused just on stuttering, but I was working with kids with difficulties in speech, uh, in general, language. But then I fall in love. Mm. <laughs> Someday I fall in love <laughs> because I, I met a, a child <laughs> uh -huh. who be, began to stutter. So uh, I thought in that moment that I didn't have the strategies and the knowledge to help him. So I searched on the internet and, uh, and I, find, I found sorry, uh, a course uh, about stuttering. So I entered to that course. It was like, I think it was 10 months, a 10 month course. And since that moment, I I don't stop. <laughs> I, I'm just focusing nice. on, on it. Yes. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. Can you tell me about your use of cartoons and, and well, my Frankie Banky comics <laughs> in therapy sessions? We had previously met, uh, recorded, you had interviewed me, translated into Spanish for your audience. Very, very cool. Thank you for that. And uh, yeah, and you, know, you, you had approached me, say, hey, can I translate your comics for my therapy session? So there are a few comics that sure, yeah, here, here you go. So yeah, so yeah, so there we go. Let me just repeat the question again because <laughs> I forgot what I just said. Can you tell me about your use of cartoons in my Frankie Banky comics in your therapy sessions? <laughs> yeah, I use your cartoons as mm -hmm. part of my therapies, but with teenagers and their parents, not for kids, because I think they, they are not mature to understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think teenagers from maybe 11, uh, mm. or more no they yeah. they get the message so they can have this maturity to understand what's the message on it and well I use them since I think since last year and uh, it's a good way they really enjoy your comics oh, thank you I good. have to thank you you don't have to thank me <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> it's the opposite okay and uh, well, it's a way to transmit or to teach them that stuttering is not bad and we can make fun of some situations um, and we can make other people to, um, to understand about the reactions of the others. When parents see those comics or when they uh, look at your cartoons, they, they laugh and they understand that the message oh, wow. you know, that, that is really important, the message that you want to to transmit mm -hmm. to people. So yeah. um, it, they, they help me a lot in my in my therapy sessions. Thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my it's my it's my pleasure. Um, you know, one thing that uh, I, I don't get feedback that often. But when I do, it's great feedback, something like this. Like, wow, someone wants to use my comics in their therapy ses sessions. Um, moving on to the next question. What is a stuttering community like in Peru? 
Well, um, <laughs> I know we discussed this <laughs> no, they... a while ago, and uh, I think it was like what two years ago, I think maybe or last year. And I remember I was so surprised by your response. So yeah, so what's it like? <laughs> well, there there are some support groups in Peru, mm -hmm. and initially they were just in Lima, Lima, Peru. Mm -hmm. But then uh, I can see that through the years they they expanded to other regions yes. in the country so that's that's a big deal that's very impressive and now with the COVID <laughs> more people <laughs> is trying to to look for support groups because they are virtual oh. sessions so it's it's better for them and they and oh. people from every part of the country are part of these virtual sessions and I think that's one of the, the advantages of this global pandemic. We can say that. that no, it's one it's of those one blessings. Of yeah, advantage. it's like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, uh, yeah. You had, if you don't mind me mentioning, uh, you had a webinar, I believe it was, that had participants across South America. Um, I know because a lot of them end up sending me Facebook requests. <laughs> and and it's funny because we're using Google Translate to communicate. And all that <laughs> stuff. So it's, it sounds like you're making things happen across the continent. Yeah, I, I'm in that support group since March, since the pandemic began. Yeah, started. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm part of that support group. Mm. And I'm, I feel very grateful to to be part of the day of people who starters and to make some webinars. I think we 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 have some virtual sessions like four or five times a week. So there is very yeah. When I when I can't assist or when I can't join the meeting, I feel like I miss them because they are part ah, of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They yeah, become I, your friends, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, they're from Chile, Argentina, um, Ecuador, um, I think, uh, yeah. Any from Sp Spain? Spain. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 Spain yeah. too, Spain too, yes, and it's a very, very nice and beautiful community, and I am very grateful to be part of and to to work um to help them in, in the way I can, right? Yeah. Wow. Impressive. If anyone's listening and they're like, oh, I would love to join in this. Um, I forget the word. There is actually a word for Spanish speaking people. Like how I know Francophone means French speaking. That's all the whole world. Something like Hispanic, I think it's called, or Hispanic. Spanophone, something like that. But in that, but in any case, if anyone who wants to join in on these Spanish-speaking <laughs> uh, virtual groups, are they able to? Uh, should they contact you, or and how and how and how can they partic participate? Yeah, well, well, they can contact me maybe in my fan page, and I can add them or uh, tell the administrators to add them to the WhatsApp group. It's called, ah. um, well, in Spanish, it's supera tu disfluencia. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> Maybe something about disfluency? I'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll have you. Um, yeah. If you could 
uh, email me the name and the link and I'll okay. add it to the link in the show notes for uh, this episode and then that way uh, whoever's interested can click on it and I'll take them straight there yeah that would be very 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 good <laughs> thank you thank you for that. thank you thank you thank you very much and that was my chat with Cynthia and can you hear the water next to the creek I mean the water of the creek next to me I don't think you can. I, I'm standing right beside it, <laughs> hoping you can hear it. Well, here is the audio of the interview uh, that Cynthia, um, the audio of when I was interviewed by Cynthia. <laughs> Acceptance, empowerment, confidence, courage. These are some words that come to my mind when I think about Saturday. Hello, I'm Cynthia, and I'm glad to have Daniele Rossi with me. Daniele Rossi hi, is a digital <laughs> marketer and cartoonist from Toronto, Canada. He has a podcast to talk about starting since 2007. He is a co-founder of Satter Social, that is an online support group, and he's the author of a book called Starting is Cool, a guide to starting in a fast talking world and he's the person who stutters oh there's a sorry <laughs> i just bumped book. my microphone <laughs> i try to be as uh uh what's the word i'm looking for Ooh, my brain's already fried i'm trying to be <laughs> as sneaky there we go <laughs> <laughs> great great uh, so welcome daniele thank you thank you thank you for having <laughs> me cynthia mm -hmm. i have some questions for you sure the first one, uh, can you tell a bit about yourself and how was your journey with your stuttering? Okay, uh, a bit about myself. Well, you've already talked about uh, most of my <laughs> stuttering stuff. So, um, so grew up stuttering. Um, you know, my grandfather stuttered, his sisters, but I never met them um, because they were in Italy and, you know, my grandfather died before I was born <laughs> here in Toronto. Um, and so I was the only one that I knew in my family that started growing up. Didn't find out until maybe late third, third, thirties. Uh, so it's pretty recent. Um, and yeah, my, you know, nothing really out of the ordinary or nothing too interesting about my whole childhood growing, growing up, growing up uh, late seventies, throughout the eighties, nineties, I was in my twenties. So it was pretty much the same thing, right? That we've always heard. Um, or we've heard many other people who stutter say, um, you know, growing up thinking your stuttering was, was wrong, something to be shameful about, um, uh, you know, afraid to speak up in class, got teased by the kids, which made things even worse. Um, you know, switching words, <laughs> you know, the usual stuff, avoiding social situations. And I've always enjoyed drawing comics, uh, something I enjoyed since I was a kid, a dream of mine to uh to draw my own to have my own newspaper comic strip so um even in my 20s wanted to be a speech language pathologist as as well mm -hmm. but because i was in a different mindset uh, at the time i thought someone who stutters can't be a speech therapist so i didn't pursue that which mm -hmm. is very unfortunate uh however with my book i came full circle as they say 
you know, not only am I helping people who stutter, but I get to draw comics <laughs> as, as, as well. So that's always fun. Um, my stuttering, I would say the style of my stuttering changed over the years since I was a kid. It was a lot more prominent when I was a kid. Uh, right now, I would say it's not as severe. I would say it's mild to moderate, depending. Um, and strangely, during these COVID times, when all of my other friends that stutter are saying that their stuttering has increased, <laughs> mine's decrease. Very, very weird. <laughs> very, very weird. Um, but my work with the stuttering that I do uh, with uh, Frankie Banky Comics uh, continues on, you know, uh, recording a podcast and um, as well as working on my next book. It'll be completely all Frankie Banky. So oh. I'm just uh, planning out the what the story will be. It'll be a graphic novel. And um, hopefully, you know, I get it finished by the end of the year, but I don't know because the story keeps getting longer and longer and longer and longer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you for sharing. Um, talking about your book, why do you say stuttering is cool? <laughs> actually, that came out of after years and years, actually about three decades of my life, hiding my stuttering. You know, I've mentioned earlier that, um, you know, I spent most of my childhood, you know, hiding my stuttering, thinking it was something shameful. Um, but it wasn't until I started meeting others who stutter in my mid-30s um, that, uh, you know, meeting others who stutter, who share the same experiences that I do, that I always thought I was the only one in the world with these experiences. Um, uh, that as well as um, when I started to attend podcasting conferences um, after starting my Stuttering School podcast, when I would tell people, what my podcast was about, <clears throat> excuse me, I noticed that their perception of me changed to something a lot more positive. You know, I would be told, wow, you're so brave for doing this. You're so courageous. You're awesome. Excuse me. Um, and um, so with those two together, it made me realize, wow, stuttering is not something to be ashamed of. Stuttering is something that it's just something that you do, right? It's no fault of your own. You know, I had speech therapy as a child, but because I was too impatient <laughs> to keep up <laughs> with the whole idea of speaking slowly, I had no patience whatsoever. I still don't have patience. So I always felt it was my fault for stuttering. So now I found that, hmm, people still like me regardless of my stuttering, no matter what the kids in my elementary school when I was a kid felt. So that's what I mean by, wow, this is something cool <laughs> to have. Yes, I, you know, there's a little bit of an asterisk, you know, at the footnote to say, okay, no, stuttering isn't cool it's, itself. You know, it's, stuttering is cool is more about Facing the adversity, the fears of stuttering opening, getting that negative feedback, and you're still stuttering, you're still getting what you want out of life, you're still doing what you do best, which is all of your skills, your talents, your passions. So that's what I mean by stuttering is cool, especially when you have other, when you make friends with others who stutter, because you're sharing each other's tips uh, in how to cope and deal with people who laugh at you. Uh, you're sharing with, you know, tips on 
how to desensitize yourself or or you know other people that or other friends who stutter that celebrate the fact that they stuttered their order you know you know in the restaurant or at the coffee shop which is such uh, a complete opposite you know reaction growing up you know when you're afraid to stutter you know um even though i named my podcast and my book stuttering is cool you know it you know and you know i would consider myself someone who's confident in the stuttering but it doesn't mean that the fear never goes away right it's always there and it's because we're human right like you know we're social creatures we want to connect with other people so yes we do care what other people think no matter what people say oh you're not supposed to care well it's tough because it's hardwired into us that i believe right um you know you can reduce the care down <laughs> um but yeah so that's what i mean by stuttering can be cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know uh, many people have have their, their own journeys and their own experiences but um taking um another sense Um, or looking to stuttering in another way helps a lot. Like you, like uh, in your comics, you talk about stuttering in a funny way, no? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so how do you uh, connect the, the sense of humor with stuttering? Can you tell us? Yeah, uh, two ways. Uh, I've always been one who enjoyed comedies, watching cartoons, you know, watching com you know, funny movies and You know, telling jokes, you know, I always enjoyed that. Um, so I think it's just natural for me to do that. Um, as well as, so I mentioned growing up as a kid, I read newspaper comics, so there was always humor in there. So that uh, influenced, I would say it influenced my my uh, comics in my book and, you know, on StarWizCo.com. Um, and then another thing is the idea that, um, you know, life is short, right um you know and you can't take things too seriously or so seriously mm -hmm. um and it is healthy to have a sense of humor about whatever challenge uh that you may be experiencing you know not just stuttering and when you do that um it eases the uh the injury if if you will a bit um So and and then humor also creates a connection with with the person who's reading, because humor brings people together. Um, you know, uh, you know there is room for awareness and showing here's all the serious stuff about stuttering and how embarrassing mm -hmm. it is and all that stuff. When you add humor to it, people readers tend to remember more. Um, because it's something positive, you know, yet they can teach a lesson. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy drawing these Frankie Bengi comics so much, because I could draw these ridiculous speaking situations, um, <laughs> but they still uh, reflect, here's what it's like to stutter and why you shouldn't finish our sentences. Yeah. 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 It's important to look from another perspective, right? And as yes. you have said, Uh, emotions connect or, or make people connect and it's a good way to make awareness in others mm -hmm. and a good way to talk about starting not as you have said not in a serious way or very like the theories and the causes the effects we 
we tend to do that. But yeah. uh, I love your work and oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I use your work in my therapies too. So I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for drawing and for making uh, it happen. So uh, <laughs> who is Frankie Banky? Um, he's the, the main character, right? Of your comic. Yeah, so Frankie Banky, I'll just bring this book back in. Advertising. Mm -hmm. So he's, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm I've learned recently uh, pe people have trouble figuring out what kind of animal Frankie Banky is. <laughs> so I guess I'll turn it this, this way because you could see better, I guess. You know, he mm -hmm. is a fox, but mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter, <laughs> right? Because stuttering, mm -hmm. you know, like it affects everybody on the planet, regardless of where you are, where you live and all that stuff. I don't know if it affects actual foxes, but um, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a fox. There is no rhyme or reason behind why I chose a fox as a cartoon character. Long story short, um, uh, I happened to draw a fox character for another uh, completely different reason years, years ago in the 90s. And when I, after, long after I started my podcast, I really wanted to draw comics about stuttering. And this fox character was the one that popped out to me as a, hey, Think I should use this character as a stuttering character, and then of course I have a tiger who's right behind me. Uh, he represents Frankie Banky's stuttering, <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much what the book, my next book, will be about. But but a tiger does make uh, a lot of appearances in my book, um, especially one here where it's kind of like how they meet, <laughs> kind of. Um, and again, a lot of humor, a lot of uh, slapstick, a lot of mayhem from all the cartoons that I used to watch growing up. Yeah, so Frankie Banky, um, in terms of his personality, so I tend to draw things or characters with the same personality traits as I do or the same interests and uh, such. So Frankie Banky, not that he's autobiographical, but he's more... Um, he has the same perspective with stuttering as I do, uh, which makes it a challenge to write this next book because I have to show him transforming from covert stuttering <laughs> to overt oh, stuttering, changing his perspective. <laughs> and it's so hard for me to do that, like to draw him as, you know, like, you know, I guess, guess my past because I'm so... I've moved beyond my past, right? So uh, that's where the humor comes comes in. So I can't wait to see what I come uh, come up with. <laughs> we will be wait. We will be waiting for for that next book. <laughs> and well, I have another question for you, the last one. Uh, what message could you give to people who think stuttering is a limitation in their lives? Mm -hmm. Uh, stuttering is a limitation. This goes back to your question, you know, what do I mean by stuttering is cool? And, and I say, well, there is a footnote, right? Like, okay, no, it's not, but it can be. So the limitations, there's only so much that we have control over what, for example, other people may think or may do. You know, um, let me take a drink, sorry. You know, for example, in a job interview, right um you know we don't know what what the person is thinking the person who is interviewing us is thinking in their mind um, um but what we can have control over what we have control over is how 
we explain, I, I guess, that stuttering will not hinder us in the job, like in the potential job. Um, and to go a bit of a tangent here, um, in job interviews, I'm not sure if it's the same in Peru, but over here in Canada and also the United States, and I guess for most of the English speaking world, um, when they ask you questions in job interviews, it's about your past behaviors in your previous jobs, volunteer position, school. So I like to back up my claims that stuttering will not hinder me in a job, inter uh, in the potential job by using examples where I'm speaking to people <laughs> or speaking to clients, speaking to other colleagues to show, you know, without even having to say my stuttering will not get in the way uh, that look, I've had success in the past with my stuttering. Um, so it's things that you can control, uh, you know, and things that we can't control, which is things like, well, if someone's going to laugh at us, right? Out of all the people we're going to meet in our lives, only a small fraction chances are will be laughing at us. The rest, chances are, will be like, oh, let me give this person the time they need to speak. Um, and the only way to figure that out or to find that out is to experience it by stuttering openly. So what we can control, can control, and what we can influence, which I kind of spo uh, spoke a little bit in my job interview analogy or example, where I said, you know, you can always give examples where, you know, you're actually talking to uh, people. But, un but unfortunately, it does depend on the volume of your stuttering. Um, it's easy for me to say that because my stuttering isn't very severe. So, but for someone with a higher volume of stuttering, they'll have it obviously a different uh, experience than I will. But, we, but that's for anybody that stutters around the world. All of our experiences are different. So... It depends on what your perspective is, your own unique perspective. You know, if you are ambitious enough to say, I'm just going to stutter openly and deal with it. Or if you do choose, you know, what? I'm going to switch words, be covert. You know, really nobody can tell you what to do because your comfort level to me counts. It's the number one priority. But just be aware that by avoiding or hiding your stuttering or, um, not going after the jobs that you really want, right? It's going to have a consequence. You know, just like stuttering openly is going to have a consequence. I mean, even I was asked the other day um, by a friend, you know, are you ever worried about, uh, what was the term, uh, unconscious bias when people see on my resume, because my book is on my resume, you know, that I have this podcast about stuttering and this book about stuttering. Do you ever worry that they're automatically not going to call you for an interview because you have stuttering on your resume. Never really thought that before, <laughs> but I don't have the control over that. So um, it's one of those, you know, keep a positive attitude. It's definitely worth a try uh, of getting out of your comfort zones, taking those small steps. Doesn't have to be large steps, even something small, like telling a friend that you stutter, asking a stranger the time and stutter. Um, and, you know, even if you hide your stuttering or, you know, or you don't, or, um, you know, or you don't use your speech tools, you know, it's okay. It's okay to be afraid. There's nothing wrong with uh, that. Um, you know, just try again the next, the next time. Okay. Thank and you. find, and find a support group <laughs> of other people who stutter. Make yeah. friends with others who stutter. 
Thank you very much, Danielli. It's difficult to pronounce Danielli. <laughs> I was practicing this Danielli, Danielli. <laughs> um, Actually, Danielle, but that's fine. Oh, <laughs> but, oh but, sorry. But you can come. No, no, no. No, no, it's all good. It is a confusing name outside of Italy. It's an Italian name. Um, okay. And uh, it's an Italian name, and it's a girl's name in Canada, which caused a lot of confusion growing, growing, growing up. But yeah, feel free to call me Danny. Or, you know, Danielli is fine. My kindergarten teacher used to call me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're making me okay. feel like a kid, kid again, and that's fine. <laughs> okay, I would like to, to say that the more we talk about it, about the starting, uh, the, the more people understand and learn. So uh, this is a small step, but I think it will be very useful and um, for other people who stutter and who do not stutter, uh, and we don't have to wait till October twenty second to That's to right. talk about. We don't have to wait. Right. We have we can make a difference every day. So yeah, this so this is um, a big a big step or a small a small step. I don't know, <laughs> depending on, <laughs> on who we are talking about. It's it's. Um... What's there's there's that saying a journey of a thousand steps begins with one step something like that oh, it's that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. but I'm glad that you that you brought that up because um, when we stutter openly that's when awareness happens so that's another um, incentive another benefit of stuttering openly which is why stuttering is cool is that you know maybe you yourself had a hard time growing up stuttering if you're an adult. But you could do your bit to make it easier for the kids. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have to keep communicating, and it's okay to stutter, and mm -hmm. it's important to say that you are not alone. No, the, the, exactly. There are a lot exactly. of people yeah. who stutter yeah, around the world. Yes, <laughs> and I have to thank you for taking this time and and sharing for sharing with me. So I don't know if you want to add something else or to say something else mm -hmm. to, to end this conversation. Um, nope, nope, no. We've already mm -hmm. covered everything. I just say just give, just give stuttering openly a shot or having a sense of humor about your stuttering uh, a try and see what happens. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Dan. I prefer to call you Dan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> thank you then uh, and see you next time okay see you <laughs> hey, thank you very much thank you <laughs> And thank you to Cynthia for having me on her show and for her coming on to my show and I want to hear from you now record using your voice memo app if you like on your smartphone and email it to me at kustadar.gmail.com let me know what you think of this episode or if you're a part of the Spanish speaking community I would love to learn more and hear from you share your thoughts record up to uh, four minutes and I'll play it on the next episode so until then Remember, stutteringschool.com for all your Frankie Banky needs <laughs> and details on how to order my book and uh, stuttering awareness uh, merchandise. And may your stuttering always be with confidence. Ciao. You know, maybe I'll, I'll leave the recorder on for a minute or two so you could hear.
the sounds of nature clashing with a rather human noise ruining nature <laughs> cynical no never <laughs>